Hello again, friends, and welcome to another fine edition of 151. My name is Adam, and I'm joined by a man. Shoot. I used the other introduction on you on the last one because I had you choose. Anyways, I'm joined by a man who thinks Andre the Giant is short. Didn't we already do that one? That's, that's the problem. I had it written out, and then it... You're, and I'm joined by a man who doesn't know how Instagram works. I have no idea. That's actually true. His name is Justin. Hey, how you doing? Uh, we're 151. We're sponsored by Skeleton Wine. You can find out more about them at their website, SkeletonWine.com, or on their Facebook page, at Skeleton Vineyards. That's for us. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, which we were just talking about off the... I don't know how. I, I don't understand the concept. If you go through my, my account or 151's account, it's mostly just hot cosplayers. With special awesome. emphasis on Catwoman and, and the video game. Mary Every Jane. once in a while, yeah. Oh, Every geez. once in a while. So, anyways, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at 151 The Show. And please find us on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play. God knows what other channel right. we're on. So. Your, your your gateway to all that is one five one five one the show dot com and to your go. station's website. Yes, or this, this station's website. God, God damn it. we come on, man. We've done this before. I know one five one the show dot com or this, this station's, station's website dot com. com. Yes. Which, by the way, I told uh, someone else in radio about mm-hmm. that, and they're like, "That's the greatest thing I've ever right. heard." It was a shameless plug a while ago, but uh, for those of you at home that don't get that this station's website thing, maybe this is your first time joining it. Welcome. In 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 the world of radio, whenever they do like copy that has to be on multiple stations, they always put go to on, this station's website for more information. Exactly. So I was like, oh, we should totally get this station's website. Turns out it was available. And use and like actually start using that, right. and everyone's like, "Oh, that's a great idea." And nobody ever did anything with it. Right. So I said, "Screw it, I'm gonna do it." Right. So, so I called him. Right. And five minutes later, we own this station. <laughs> <website>. <laughs> Anyways, on this edition of the show, uh, we're actually gonna do something that we, uh, you know, we do from time to time. We right. haven't done it in a, well. We did it a little bit ago, but it's been a while since we did a twofer. It's it's it's, it's very fun. It is. It's bag of questions. It's probably the our favorite thing. Like for me, it's 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 it's. I like it probably better than anything else we do. Just walked all over the intro there. Can I play it now? Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Bag of questions is probably one of our favorite things that we do. I think I'd rather do it oh, than anything else. I'm going to leave that whole thing in. There. I know that's, you are. That's awesome. I know so. you are. No, you're right, though. It is, it's something dumb, but it's a lot of fun. Oh, I, I'm just, just I really giving this bag the business. Now, Welcome to his Saturday night, folks. Married, it's not untrue. <laughs> so, uh, hopefully this time we don't have a cat that comes in and like shuts down the whole production right. here. But, uh, no, we're going to play a bag of questions. Basically what happens, we have a bag full of questions. If you'd like to submit a question, please head over to Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. Any other social media. Or uh, you can uh, write us, 151theshow or 151theshow at, at gmail.com. Because, so, listen, we've got a little bit of money, but we're not paying for email addresses just yet, so... Besides, then it'd be 151theshow at 151theshow.com. No, be... instead of doing like Adam or Justin on at 151theshow, it'd have to be like uh, <laughs> Captain the... Bo- Boobaloo at 151theshow.com or 
something like that. The sack at 151show.com. There you go. All, All right. right. So we're going to uh, basically, we're just going to reach in here. Each one of us, uh, you know, we go back and forth. We pull out a question. We answer it. We talk about it. And we go from there. And it's a really good time. So. Right. All right. Go ahead, Justin. I am reaching deeply. The sack is open, everybody. Into the sack. And this is what it sounds like when he reaches into the sack. Oh, yeah. So, there you go. What's the current show that you're hooked on? Ooh. Um, Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> uh, the oh, bo- by the way, the questions do not go back in the sack. No. They just stay in there. No. So. No, they stay out. Yeah. No, but the ones in here, they stay in here. Until yes, next time, yes. So. These these get discarded in, in favor of new questions. So the show that I'm hooked on currently is The Boys on Amazon Prime. Is Amazon I, Prime worth it? I know that's going to sound really weird. <laughs> we, we've never had it. And truth be told, I don't do a whole... Like, I'll buy music from... Right from Amazon and stuff. I've never had like the need to it's a, have Prime. It's it's a it's a no-brainer for me because everything um, f- at work that comes through Amazon uh-huh. uh comes through my Prime account. So okay. everything like I'm I'm nailing it down on just the shipping alone. So okay. So yeah, in my situation it's definitely worth it. Um, okay. everybody's individual. I mean because they're starting to do yeah. more shows like this, and right. Stuff, right? It's about—I mean, I think it's about a hundred dollars a year. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's about ten bucks a month. Um, you know, when you start figuring, it doesn't take very—you don't have to ship very much stuff for it to become uh, like it pays for itself, type right, thing. Right. Um, See, but that's the thing. I don't. I just we don't order a ton of stuff off it. And I'm not saying Amazon's bad. Don't please don't right. think I'm saying that. And don't get me wrong. I, I like a nice brick and mortar. I like a, a local business whenever I can support it. But uh, you know, uh, just a simple fact that uh, for us, the the prime content, and then uh, especially with with uh, a six year old and a two year old, mm-hmm. um, you know, being able to stream Daniel Tiger yeah. uh, on a Kindle on a on a road trip is a is is pretty huge. Yeah. Um, so I mean, yeah, for for our particular situation, it's it's uh, okay. it's I I would shamelessly plug it. Okay, cool. So, so tell us about the boys. So the boys, uh, I'm I'm currently hooked uh, after an episode and a half because uh, I had it shut it down because uh, small children around is not family friendly. Um, basically, it's the story of uh, a group of seven superheroes known as the seven um in a world where superheroes maybe aren't that super they're they're people uh with that kind of power and authority and uh quite frankly nobody can nobody can check them but themselves okay um so it's it's a very realistic take uh on that because there there is no way to you know short of it sounds like a brandon sanderson book right mm, kind of uh brandon sanderson be a lot more wholesome uh probably than than what these people are it's it's uh but it sounds like some like he did that uh the one series steel heart or whatever steel, right steel throat what was right it? uh uh yeah i think it was steel heart yeah but but those were were very much you know the superheroes took over okay yeah. this is very much these group of seven superheroes are revered um they're they're held up as quite prime shining examples okay and they're not good people uh that it shows you know exactly how people would abuse that power and 
and what they would do and um you know the the kind of slimy there's there's uh one guy who turns invisible who likes to lurk in bathrooms i don't think i'm giving anything away by saying that but um you know that's not really a very super thing to do uh one of the interesting things that i thought uh, especially with us being based out of uh, uh central iowa is that uh right off the bat there's a, a new superhero joining the seven um and her name is i think starlight uh and she's the darling of des moines she's actually they start her out and i'm not sure whether they're trying to show you know how wholesome and yeah. naive she is by bringing her in from iowa but uh uh a very <laughs> uh it was it was interesting because the the last amazon show that i was watching also had uh, a reference to Des Moines, which is Good Omens, which if you've never seen Good Omens, read the book. Terry Pratchett, Neil Gaiman, fantastic. Watch the show. Uh, but it had a reference to Des Moines and, and showed this diner in Des Moines. I'm like, nobody even looked on a map and Google image search what <laughs> what Iowa looks like to, to figure this out. But, uh, um, yeah, they bring her in. Um, she's like maybe the, the one, she's a truly good person, so it'll be interesting to see how this unfolds like if as they she go in. gets corrupted right or if she right keeps and, them in check. and on the on on the other side of this uh you have uh, a guy who was personal tragedy was caused by the uh, irresponsible actions of one of the seven um and he meets up with carl urban um does carl urban have powers in it no no nope um he does not at least not that i've seen so far um carl urban at his very carl urbanest you know, very heavy on the accent, got his big scruffy beard. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know Carl Urban, he played uh, McCoy. Uh, McCoy in the, the new Star Trek movies he's been. He was in the Doom movie. Um, he's done all, all sorts of stuff. Uh, he was, uh, wasn't he Dread? Judge Dread? Yep, he was Dredd yeah. in the in the latest one. He was, uh, he was, a, God, he was in Hercules and Xena, if you want to go back 20 years. I mean, was he really? Yeah, he was. When they I were, uh, that's that. how he got his start when they were huh. doing it down in Australia. So, so good show. Good show. I mean, I'm, I'm actually like really like I'm watching it in like five minute chunks when, when I have an opportunity when the kids aren't around. So just to keep moving forward on it, it's, it's that good so far. It's really watching it on your phone. Out. Uh, probably could. I haven't so far, but poop show. That's a good point. It's a really great poop show. It would be. Good call. Unless your wife wants to do it. Right. Is no, she like, no, no, so far. So, so it's just you? But I haven't really I, I haven't really brought her in. She walked in about how, 10 minutes after I started the second episode because it was just kind of one of those things. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I've got an hour here. Yeah. The the kid's down for a nap. I'm gonna what am see. I going to do? And then all of a sudden I'm, I'm like binging it, and I'm like, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm way into it now. So You know, that uh, – I had to ask my wife uh, earlier this summer when Stranger Things came out. Right. Again, uh, I had to ask her beforehand. I'm like, is that one we watched together? Right. And she goes, yeah, why? I go, because I didn't know if I had to wait for you to be able to watch this. Because we live in an age where, I mean, I'd sooner I'd sooner say something like about my mother-in-law than watch a show without my <laughs> wife that we watched together. My God. It's I mean, true, though. Right. I know. When Good Eats comes back uh, in a month or so, yeah. well, probably it's already been on by the time this will be out. Uh, when Good Eats comes back, man, that is one that pff, if I watch without her, I'm 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 a dead man. Uh, she walked in the other day on me watching uh, in this. I don't I don't I don't know if this is really shameless plug or it's an interesting watch. Uh, if you watch The Great Hack, 
on no. uh, Netflix yet. Mm-mm. That's really interesting. Okay. That basically what I learned from the great ha- hack on Netflix is right or wrong, good or evil, the person with the best marketing is probably going to win. That's true. So that's true. That's very true. Question. Go ahead. Since we're on this subject, what would you rather get caught watching? Something that you guys watch together and you're like four episodes ahead or porn? Ooh. Right? What would you rather have her walk in on? Uh... And the porn that you like, but that you'd be embarrassed to admit that you like? (laughs) All I'm going to say is I don't trust step-siblings out there. (laughs) (laughs) Old joke. I'm sure someone's made that joke. That's not really her brother. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, I I don't see how that family works. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> um, it's a tough call, isn't it? It, it is, and I think I'm going to lean more towards. Uh, I'm going to lean more towards the series, right? Because I don't need my wife to see me <laughs> choking myself. That ball gag's for I, me, not I, anybody else. I saw, I saw a meme, and if we need to bleep this, go ahead. Um, I saw a meme the other day that it was, uh, you know, how to how to provo- perform a chokehold. Yeah. Uh, with a comment underneath it, uh, thanks for letting me know. I thought this was self defense, and I made my mugger <laughs> three times. <laughs> That's good. Oh, oh. Next question. Yes, on the bag of questions here. Uh, you know what? Not going to do the sponsorship right now. <laughs> I think we should move we'll, on. We'll wait to a more wholesome part yes. of the show. Yes. yes. Uh, I am really reaching around. Right. That that cat. Oh, uh, you know what I just realized? Catwoman fixation seems pretty tame now, doesn't it? Yeah, I know. As I, as I look over in the camera and I see me rifling around in this uh-huh. bag because the you can't bug, see the bottom. Can yeah, you? it'll just look like I'm just. Touching yourself? Yes. Horrible. You should see it from my angle, folks. All right. Oh, I got a... That's a big one. Got a big one, everybody. Yep. Yep. These jokes write themselves, ladies and gentlemen. What is your most hated chore? Mowing. Hands down. God, do I hate to mow. I would rather... Blow snow... (laughs) Remove snow from my drive. There's there's something satisfying though about the snow removal. Mm-hmm. There really is. See, I'm not. I'm just. And part of it is I'm just not a fan of summer. Right. I especially you're it, fat see, man. You don't like to sweat. <laughs> no, it, it's true. But it, it seems like in this part of the year, um, especially around Iowa for the last couple of years, it's been where you get a ton of right. It's nice. You know, it's like oh. S, are we going to flood again or right. whatever? And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, we're done doing thunderstorms or any kind of precipitation for the next month and a half, right. and it's nothing but 90-degree weather. Right. And, you know, that's, And then you hit fake fall. Yeah, and then you hit fake fall, and then summer comes back. Right. The revenge of summer. Right. And then it goes to fall. Summer 2, electric boogaloo. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, our buddy Ryan would love that you said that right now. Okay. Hi, Ryan. Um... But uh, no, just mowing in general. God, do I hate mowing. Followed a close second by uh, uh, raking leaves. 
Right. Because in the infinite wisdom of the neighborhood I live in, we decided that, hey, um, 40 or 50 years ago, whenever the, I think the house was built in the 70s, so whatever that adds up to. Right. Um, let's plant soft maple everywhere. Everywhere. I used everywhere. to live on this street. It's everywhere. It's like two trees per lot. Yep. All the way down. These things, like, they do the helicopters. They do the they do the leaves. Like, the one tree in the back is, like, clockwork. Mm-hmm. It hits, like, October. Leaves are down. Done. Done. These things, you get through November, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah, we got to dump all the leaves. Right. And then we dump them for a little bit, and then we wait. I can remember my second year living on this street, uh, December 8th, we had a 14-inch snow that didn't go away until March. Like, it was... Yeah. Like, we didn't see the ground again. Yeah. Um, and we had been out there in October and raked, in mid-November and raked, and it was like the third wave of leaves had yeah. just dropped. And then 14 inches of snow and freezing on top of it. We didn't see the ground again until March. And I ended up... It killed every bit of my front yard. Every bit. That's the other thing about my yard right now. Like, you saw it when you drove in. It's just probably at least 40 to 45% of it is dead. Right. And I can't grow grass on it to save my life. Like, we're doing... We're calling the people in to do the uh, area. The trees are are sucking out the water of the front yard, too. So... See, and, and when I moved away from this street, I moved on to, you know, uh, I, I moved 1800 out. 1,800 trees. Right. I moved out into the woods. Uh, I mean, literally, uh, that's that's what I wanted. But, yeah, when you talk about dealing with leaves in the fall. Yeah. Um, I mean, I live in a little hole in the timber. So that's my trick is, yes, actually getting grass to grow in, in the shade area. But then, yes, dealing with, you know, 14 quadrillion tons of leaves in the fall as they go. And the only thing that I can try and do is mow a lot just to mulch leaves. Yeah. Well, you know what the real son of a of it is? My neighbor. Yeah. This new kid. He is a landscaping guy. Okay. So, like, last last fall, we're out there. We're raking and doing stuff. Like, it's... Right. Like, you have to set aside a day. Yeah. That you're doing this, Right. right. We got done. This guy comes out on his like stand up riding lawnmower right. with the leaf collection yeah. thing. Does his entire yard in five minutes and he's done. Right. And I'm just standing. I'm like, you son of a. See, and and I I actually I had the uh, the bagger attachment uh, for my my rider. Um, the problem was that uh, I could mow for about twelve minutes and then I had to dump. Yeah. Uh, there was, I mean, it was, it was insane. Um, I didn't have an area big enough to hold all these leaves, Mm -hmm. uh, to even pile them to burn them. So So maybe raking is my least hated, closely followed by mowing, by mowing. I actually told my wife when we're, when we every once in a while kind of think of, you know, getting a new house or moving or whatever, like we're not having trees. Right. Maybe one. Right. We're not going to have four trees giant trees right. in our yard because i'm just and, not i'm not doing it anymore and, and and get a rider yeah yeah but that's the thing about this yard it's not big enough for a rider right that's what i'm saying get a yard just big enough for a rider no so you have to have one you'll spend less time <sighs> with a bigger yard that you need a rider for than one a small yard that i just you need want no trees for. well yeah i don't i 
Yeah. <sighs> Anyways, next, next. Oh, you know what? This now that we complained a little bit, this is a good time to drink. <laughs> it is. Uh, you know five, what I like to drink? What? Wine. Yes, Skeleton Wine. We're sponsored by them. Uh, you can find out more about them at uh, their website, skeletonwine.com, or on their Facebook page at Skeleton Vineyards. As for us, 151theshow.com or this station's website.com. Also on social media, all at 151theshow. What's your next question I can, on Bag of Questions? I, and I can tell you that the reason that I don't indulge while we're recording is because the quality of the shows would go drastically downhill. Yeah, anybody that thinks that drinking and recording is a great idea... Go back and listen to yourself because you probably sound like a moron. Right. There are people that are like, how do you not drink during this? Because I'm a professional. That's right. <laughs> and it's it's honestly, it's one of the reasons that the wine show has taken so long to get scheduled because that's the only thing that we're doing that day. Yeah. Anyways, next question. Name your perfect breakfast. Well, that'd be the uh, double meat <laughs> farmer from Bob Evans. <laughs> Case closed. We we just talked about that, right? right? That was that was a shameless plug uh, a couple of shows ago. Name your oh. perfect breakfast: double meat farmer. What's on it though? Eggs like, over medium, bacon, sausage, pancakes, and some hash browns. Are you a big steak for breakfast guy? No, really, no. I don't. Okay, so I have some specific requirements for steak. Steak on a flat iron, like you're going to get prepared for steak and eggs in the morning. No, I don't want anything to do with that steak. I want a steak. That's either a steakhouse steak or grilled steak, something like that. Do you order steak when you go out to many places? Uh, depending on the place. Yeah. Um, don't. Don't don't order steak at a seafood place. Uh, you know, unless they've got a surf and turf special. Yeah. Uh, something like that. You know, it's it. No, no, your no, your place. I mean, don't 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 get a steak at a diner. There, there uh, are few places that order right. A steak you at. you better you better. If you're gonna order, it better be someplace that features steak. Yeah. yeah. Or knows it better what be doing. yeah, it better be a steak restaurant, a steakhouse, something. It's yeah. yeah. How many eggs you get? It with breakfast? Yeah. Generally two. Okay. Unless I'm cooking at home, then it's a minimum of three. Yeah. I need toast and eggs. Yeah. Good sausage bit. Good sausage. Yeah. Bre- I was trying to say breakfast and it almost came out bacon. Right. Good bacon sausage. <laughs> right. Wait, what? And I like a I like a place that uh that, that bakes its bacon. Uh, or or oven roast its bacon and not uh, not not fried. Finished on a flat iron's one thing because most places do yeah. bake it ahead of time and get it almost there. But you know that good. You I know, I'm slowly becoming a fan of eggs Benedict. Uh, I've had I've had a couple of bad hollandaise sauces. I guess that really that put me off of it. Unless it's a shameless plug for my wife here. She knocks that sauce out of the park, man. Well, that's good. That she, uh, for one Father's Day, she made Eggs Benedict, but with steak. Oh, nice. Oh, God, dude. That that could have been one of the best breakfasts I've ever had. And a highly underrated breakfast, corned beef hash. Really like corned beef hash. I like to use uh, pulled pork in my uh, my omelets or my scrambles. Not a big omelet guy. Hmm. You've never had one of mine? Uh, just in general, just not... Like, I, omelets are one of those things to me that, like, I go to a restaurant and I'll see a picture and I'm like, oh, that looks good. I'm just getting eggs. I'm getting, you know, over easy right. or whatever. That and scrambled eggs. It's not that I hate scrambled eggs, just don't love them. Yeah, not a fan myself. Especially when they got a lot of crap in them. Right. Where it's basically an omelet that someone just put through a, uh, just cut Food up. Food processor. Yeah. yeah. So. But you won't have any of those problems with the Bob Evans double meat breakfast. There double you go. Double meat farmer. There you go. All right, reaching into another one. 
We're like almost a half hour into this, and we've only done like three questions. Or I, I thought we were moving fast. No, we're not. Wow. <laughs> we got really sidetracked on a couple of things. And when I can't grab one. I think I got one. All right. <laughs> this is where we're going to get sidetracked. Okay. What is your most hated reality TV show? Kardashians. Is it? Yeah. See, this is that's that to me that's the easy one to go with, right? Well, it's either that or Survivor cuz Survivor kind of popularized the uh, the genre and if you didn't have that, maybe you wouldn't have all the rest of this crap. But then you have Teen Mom. Yeah, that shows pretty much uh, Which, the work of Satan. God, I don't know. See, like, okay, take Kardashians, right? <laughs> Excuse me. That's what I think of you. <laughs> right. You take Chris Jenner out of that picture. Okay. The Kardashians on the, like, I almost feel like you cut the head off that snake. Like, take Chris Jenner out of it. I think that's... And a- I think a majority like them wouldn't be as hor- horrible to be around. Yeah, I still th- I think that's a Hydra style. You cut off one head, another one will rise to take really? its place. Yeah. I'd like to speak directly to America now for a moment. Quit making yeah. stupid people famous. All right, we're going to... I was going to zoom in on you. Okay. There you go. Quit making stupid people famous. Fame, for fame's sake, is ridiculous. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. See, that's where I feel like Teen Mom comes into. Right. Where it's... You're famous because you... Did yeah. not understand how birth control works. Yeah. And then we just keep following you around. And, and look, I'm not... Before I get the hate mail. There's nothing inherently wrong with becoming a mother uh, as a teenager. Um, there are a lot of options out there. And I applaud you for being brave enough, uh, especially at a young age. I've known some teen mothers... Um, that is not an easy task. It requires a lot of sacrifice. Um, there are a lot of good things to say. That being said, there are girls that go out and get knocked up to try and be on Teen Mom and that reality situation. That's not okay. Don't don't have the show. Don't don't make <laughs> I, that I as what a, you're don't make that an achievement. Yeah. Don't make that sacrifice the, the an people, achievement. I will say this. The people that are on Teen Mom got really lucky with being able to be on MTV and have that. Because there's a lot of teenage right. parents out there that don't have that. that and don't have any They don't sort have of, that money flow. They right. don't have that situation. Support system. Yeah. And, yeah. Boy. That just, that's, that's just... What is the it's, first it's, reality it's show? Exploitation. I mean... Yeah. When it comes right down to it, uh, the first reality show um, was it Cops? Maybe I the mean, first reality show in the modern sense may have been the series The American Sportsman, which ran 1965 to 1986 on ABC in the United States. Well, that was a hunting show. Yeah, that's. I mean, I guess that kind of loosely fits it, but still, I like like actual reality. Stuff like when uh, take uh, a, a g- good example of how it kind of got twisted over time. Take like uh, uh, American Chopper or right or uh, uh, like Duck Dynasty. Right. Like when it first started, it was hey, these are some guys that build bikes. Right. You know. 
by season three, we're manufacturing drama because we've shown you building bikes, yeah. and it's not that exciting anymore. It's funny. On uh, my Facebook memories the other day, it popped up a thing about American Chopper. Right. And it was like, oh, the formula to the show, uh, hey, got to do a bike. And it's like Paul Jr. Designs right. and, and uh, uh, OCC. Right. It's like, hey, got to build a bike in a really short timeline. Okay, we start, we design the bike, we go through. Oh, man, I don't know if we're going to meet the timeline. I don't know if we're going to meet the timeline. Mike comes in, does something stupid. Right. Shows that he's completely worthless. And then, uh, guess what? Hey, we got the bike done. We argued about something, and now we're right. We're forcing to be ourselves to be together. Right. And I'm sorry, if you can't do time management any better than that, there's not really any surprise that those guys are almost out of business. So. I mean, if that's if that's accurate, how you do time management. Yeah. So, um, boy, it's hard for me to say. Like, I want to say, like, Kardashians because it's the easy one. Right. But then it's like, ah, are Kardashians doing anything that's really just ruining Yeah. Society. Oh yeah. What are they existing? <laughs> Boy, you really I mean, Kim had one solo project that was okay, but everything else is just everything since then has been downhill. Yeah, it really has been. But uh I I would be interested in a world where Chris Jenner wasn't a part of that because I think she my wife watches this stuff, okay? I lost, will... uh, losing a lot of respect for your stuff <laughs> is not okay. Like Teen Mom, like she calls it her trash TV, right? And uh, like so, she'll be watching Teen Mom all night. Stop or something. And, stop encouraging the. Just yeah, I don't stop. know because every time you say like, "Oh, I'd like to go back and get rid of like the show that started it or whatever," right? Then you lose some of the good stuff because there's some stuff from Duck Dynasty that I truly enjoyed. Right. True. You know, there's yeah. some stuff from American Chopper that I truly, truly enjoyed. enjoyed. Yeah. You know, uh, some of the cop shows and, you know, some of this other stuff. Um, But now it's like, how can we appeal to the lowest common denominator? I mean, you want to, you want to, you want a wholesome reality show that never did any harm? Trading Spaces on TLC. (laughs) Never watched it. Uh, Wife, wife would put it on. Yeah. I mean, they go in, two people pick some rooms and they go in with a budget and somebody redecorates. That didn't hurt nobody. That had no social redeeming value, but it didn't hurt anybody either. No. So, uh, I don't know. I'd say Team Mom or Kim, you know, Kardashians. Right. One of the two. I, I I really don't know which one's worse. They both suck. Okay. Well, it's like you think about it. It's like okay, those you know, however many moms with it. Right. You know, and I will laugh at this. Uh, every time the one's on, it's like Teen Mom OG or something. I'm like, what is that? Teen Mom Old Girls. <laughs> She's like, nice. no, it's like something. I'm like, sure it is. Whatever you say. Want to do one more each? Yeah. Okay. As in Star Trek Voyager, what class of ship would be the best for getting home from the Delta Quadrant? Wow. We we go from like right. pop culture to really, very, really Very, nerd. very specific Star Trek question uh, ship design. Um, well, I mean, the Intrepid class obviously did... Uh, a pretty good job um eventually if if they wouldn't have done so many side quests on that right i mean yeah part of that is hey captain janeway how do we get home well we could set a direct course or we could go you know f around over here for a while and get involved in some disputes and you know la-di-da-di take the, the the long route well 
I would have to say that probably having a ship with whatever those neurobio gel pack yeah. things that couldn't be replaced was probably not a great idea. No experimental technology. You know, it's funny. I was watching a show about uh, it's a YouTube thing where they it's the way over the top fan right. where they go through and break down everything. The one kid that I was watching did bring up something interesting. He's like, Voyager is a long range explorer. Right. Right. That's what it was classified as. Where at one point they were like, yeah, this thing could, you know, three years before it needs a refill. Right. Right. First season, like halfway through, they're like, we're running out of gas. Right. <laughs> um, like Janeway, like, is on the bridge. Right. Chakotay's like there. And he's like, what are we going to do? Right. Half power? I mean, right. no one gets pep- extra pepperoni anymore? <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, that was a small ship. Yeah. Uh, which is problematic in itself. Uh, it could land, which I guess is a cap in its favor. Um, you know, uh, honestly, okay, the, 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 the easy answer is one you're not going to like. Uh, the best ship is obviously a Borg ship. Uh, as far as, you know, Federation ships, uh, I'm going to say that, um, you know, something that could run at uh, high warp um, for long periods of time, you know, if the transwarp drive had actually worked on the Excelsior, that'd be the way to go. Yeah. Um, as it was, the Galaxy class was prone to problems. You know what? I will make an argument about the Galaxy class for though. Like, say they did drop off a Galaxy class over there. Right. It's not. Listen, it's not going to be perfect for this type of thing. Right. But it has one thing that Voyager didn't have. It has space on board. It has space on board. Where you right. know, and this is where I sound really like you know. Right. Captain Adam here. Right. You know, but uh, at one point they're saying, like, yeah, like 40% of the interior space wasn't being used for anything. Right. You know, where you could be like, okay, we need... Uh, Arboretums, we need to grow our own crops. Yeah. We need, we, you know, a lot yes, of da-da-da. Stuff like that. We need to be able to do this stuff on yeah. board. Take You'd a, have room to do right, it. Right. Take a couple of decks and convert it to ore processing for fuel exactly. and whatnot. Yeah. Um, that definitely has, uh, you know... Uh, Ship-wise, I mean, honestly, ship-wise, I mean, as far as most reliable, um, it seems like uh, overall, <laughs> the either the Reliant class or the Excelsior class, I mean, 70 years later, they still had Excelsior yeah. classes running around. Constitution was, requ- was retired after 25. The Galaxy was retired after a dozen. Uh, I'm going to say, you know, Day in, day out. Give me an Excelsior class, and I think we'll get home in the the record amount of time. For me, the easy answer is like the Sovereign class, right? Just because it was made to fight, right? It's kind of the best of everything. That right. or you know, like the Prometheus or something. Right. Part of me is leaning kind of towards Galaxy class. I think, the other, I think it's a I think it's a good middle of the road choice because one, you're going to be out there for a long time, right? So you'll have space to move around. You'll have right. space to do stuff, right? You know. Uh, you could probably, and what I wish they would have done on You have room to breed. Yes. <laughs> that was a really weird laugh. <laughs> I think we might have just hit one of Adam's uh, like kinky, little, uh, kinky little fantasies there. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, you've got room to move around. Right. You've got, uh, you've got a, a shuttle bay that... Hey, guess what? We can right. pick up more ships and right. you know stuff to do the job. You can probably modify some stuff to you know give a little. Okay, hey, you know we need a better weapon system. All right, let's right. 
we've got room that we can you know either make something better right. or or hey let's buy this right which i always thought they should have done that on voyager it should have looked alien by the time it got back right through Instead modifications of, and, yeah. and whatnot yeah like when they did the stuff with the borg stuff on the outside it's like keep it right it looks different now right it because, looks like you've done a trip. Because, you know, you, you take a Maki engineer and, and suddenly she's doing everything to Starfleet protocols and painting it Starfleet white and all the rest of it. No, make it make it look a little dodgy. Yeah, it's like, oh, we couldn't find that uh, same stuff, so that section over there that looks right. green is, you know... We converted the... We took out the bioneural gel packs and we converted it to, to run on uh, a still yeah. that we've got in the other corner of engineering. But, I mean, that's... I don't know, man. I know it's not the fastest it's not you know doesn't right. have it. because you wouldn't want a defiant out there where everybody's just crawling all over themselves well it's i mean defiant was teeny tiny yeah i mean that was like a crew complement of 26 but how if you're gonna do it you know do it in a do it in a do it in style yeah i'll, yeah. I'll go galaxy with you that's okay. a good middle of the road compromise agreed galaxy <laughs> next question all right the final question on this round of bag of questions uh you got a shameless plug right Sure. <laughs> sure, why not? I just like that. Imagine. <laughs> Go back just a second, Janeway. F- we're almost out of gas. Right? But he did say that. I'm like, huh. I never even thought about that. Right. Who makes a long-range explorer that runs out of gas after, like, two months? Right. It's not very bright. No, it's not. It's not very forward-thinking there, Starfleet. Captain Adam here. All right, the final one on this. Let's see. Name something you've had to fake your way through. Being with a lady. No, I'm kidding. Are you, though? Eh. Like, first time, you kind of got to fake it, right? Like, I don't really know how to operate this machinery. I'm just going by what I'm... Going going by instinct and going by the, the, uh, the blurry instructional videos you've seen. That or... Where knows you've watched? Well, that's the blurry instructional videos. Yeah, mine haven't been very blurry. Uh, well, at the I, time, maybe. I, I, okay. I grew I grew up in the age of scrambled VH, corn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think here. I'm every single time we do this. Yeah, true. I mean, yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah. When we when we decided to do this, I mean, I I totally faked my way through it. Um, I obviously had, you know, you do this sort of thing for a living and some other people that I've, I've paid attention to how they do it. And, you know, picked up, I've learned a lot. That's the son of a, when you started doing this, you were actually really good at it. Right. Whereas God, did I have to work at the beginning? And listen, it's still a struggle some days. I, you know, yeah, the, the, the biggest thing and not to make this sound easy or anything because it's, it's, it's not. But yeah, try coming up with a topic. Right. Once we get past that hurdle, sitting here and having a conversation with you mm-hmm. and ignoring all this is pretty easy. It's hard when the cat keeps coming in, though. It's hard when the cat comes in. So, but <sighs> there was probably, like I said, this is one of the older ones. Right. It's probably something I had a specific thought yeah, in mind because it's my handwriting, and usually that's when I write these down. Right. Um, and that's <laughs> like at work at points i'll be like oh we need new questions for you know the the best thing and it kind of alludes to you know imposter syndrome and i think everybody's been through that where you're in a situation like why am i here i don't deserve to be in this situation 
you know, the best thing that I ever read about that was Neil Gaiman wrote a little a little article about uh, being at a, at a deal with uh, with uh, uh, he said I stroke up a conversation with an elderly gentleman because we shared a you know the first name. Yeah. And the guy, after a little bit of talking, says, "I don't even know why I'm here. These these people have built things and created things, and all I did was go where they sent me." Uh, and he said, "Well, yeah, but you know, being the first person on the moon, kind of." you know stands for something and he's like if neil armstrong can have imposter syndrome standing in a room you know and doesn't think he's all that great he's like it can happen to anybody don't don't worry about it you know yeah that's a pretty yeah that's a pretty telling story and that's i think probably since i've read that story i don't think i've ever really felt that way again through i mean there's been a lot of times like just dealing with radio yeah where there'll be (laughs) parenthood yeah yeah, where you have to fake your way. No, that's a really good Parenthood. one. Parenthood. It I, just occurred to me. That's, yeah, I'm doing that on a daily basis. I can remember being my daughter's age and thinking my mom and dad completely had it together. They knew yeah. exactly what they were doing. There was never any question that there was never any doubt, you know, that they were. Yeah. And <laughs> they didn't, they didn't, they didn't know either. I mean, that's every day you're faking it. Uh, funny side story about parenting. So we went to right after Jace was born, our our son. Right. Um, there I've, I've met. Yeah. Well, for the people at home, um, there was uh, uh, there was like what's the postpartum? Yeah. Class, right? Right. And it was something like that where it was like, hey, you know, it's a postpartum class, you know. And Steph was like, you know, I'd like to go. Right. And not she had you know overly. Right. Postpartum, but it's just something she it wanted happened, to keep uh, trying to keep a lid on, you know, just in case, you right. know, that sort of thing. And so we go down to this thing, and it's at the hospital we had the kid at. Yeah. And we go in, and it's not for new parents, apparently. Okay. Because we show up with a kid, and they're like, why do you have a kid? Well, nine months passed, and, right. you know. They're like, oh, well, this is for expecting mothers. Oh, okay. It's like, oh, and they're like, well, you can join the panel or whatever. And this is after a little bit of talking with the with the lady right. there, who was kind of rude. Right. Okay. So at this point, you know, between being a new parent, right. dealing with this lady. And suddenly coming, getting rejection. Yeah, coming to a class that um, apparently wasn't for me. Right. That you didn't do a very good job of, you know, explaining to people that this right. is for expecting parents. I was kind of on my last nerve at this point. So we're walking out of this class and Jace is just starting to lose it. Mm-hmm. And I, I do this on the way out. I hold him up. I go, you want to know what parenthood's like? It's like this all the time. <laughs> and he's like, ah, ah, you know, just screaming, right. doing a, you know, being a baby. Right. <laughs> but I was, I don't know what it was, but it was one of those moments where I'm like, you know, fuck you. <laughs> I think yes. Rather than than doing the birth control and sex ed classes that they do in high school now, they need to shop uh, <laughs> shop class. No, they they need to they need to uh, bring in a baby. Yeah, uh, that absolutely won't be consoled by anything, mm-hmm. no matter what you do, uh, and put on the same episode of Paw Patrol on for like six hours and never <laughs> give them a break. <laughs> When uh, Steph's folks come down, her mom, like, uh, Jace will want to watch something or, you know, play with a toy, you know, over and over again. You know, like kids do. She's like, well, that's enough of that. I'm like, okay. We're just getting warmed up. Yeah, Yeah, it's like, like, give them a toy with a 20-second song. 
that the kid, you know, is like activated by hitting it or whatever and let that kid go to town. Yeah. And put those kids in that room. They'll never want to have sex again. No, ever. Ever. I don't want to do it. We're kind of faking our way through this, right? A little bit. (sighs) That's good times. No, I... I don't know. Between got to fake my way through a shameless plug here in a couple of minutes. <laughs> I am unprepared. So stall is what you're saying? No. Just stall. Just stall. Um, boy, I don't know. I mean, between, you know, like you said, the parenting thing, right. faking your way through that, uh, being in radio when they're like, hey, we need you to come in and talk about this. At the last right. minute, it's like, okay. Okay. All right. Go in. And I, I have learned one thing about faking it. it. If you act like you know what you're talking about, it doesn't matter what the subject is. Right. Like, say if someone came in here right now and was like, hey, I need you to talk about uh, uh, the NFC North right. for the next 15 minutes. Right. As long as it sounds like I know what I'm talking about and have some confidence with it, people usually believe you. Right. And and it's like, I, it's like I've told you on, on the rare occasions, and the rare occasions where his work life and this have overlapped uh, throughout the years, when it's a, hey, dude, I may need to call you uh, and have you talk about something with me. Yeah. As long as you have the topic and as long as somebody in the conversation knows some facts and some figures, yeah. you can color, you know, just kind of offhand comment and generally, oh, t- hey, tell me more yeah. about that or this, that, and the other. Oh, that sounds very interesting. A lot of doc. You can make up a conversation about not very f- much. <laughs> Bro, almost out of f- gas. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, but I mean uh, that happened a lot with like the sports channel mm-hmm. on you know that I've I've filled and that in. was that was like, the that was the exact situation that you I don't I don't care what we're talking about I'll I'll fake my way through it it'll be yeah. fine yeah it'll be whatever let's right. do this so right yeah parenting though that's a good one yeah because you want to know what it's like it's like this all the time <laughs> oh God I love you Jace you little son of I love you too. I love you know, both of mine. I will tell you this. You know how hard it is to set up the basement for recording when you have a four-year-old that wants nothing more than to watch YouTube on that TV? Uh-huh. At one point, it's like, I need you to move. Right. And then he gets mad. You know what he starts doing now? He starts putting me in timeout. Nice. So, you know, I have obviously two, and that's where a lot of their stuff is. So when it comes time to clean up the basement, you know, it, and it's something that I had to come to, to terms with, and my mother helped me do it, honestly, during a conversation. I don't have a dirty basement. Yeah. It, it's very, very clean. I have a basement that's very well lived in by two yeah. small children. Yeah. Uh, who never put a damn thing away is, <laughs> is what I have. It's clean. This is the cleanest this basement right. has been in a while. It, it's not dirty, but... It's cluttered. Yeah. It's not even cluttered. It's just destroyed. Somebody, <laughs> it's it's really horrible. Everybody, it's right. really bad. That's a human. Uh, it, it's it's a huge human human uh, 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 crisis. That's what makes a house a home, right? So, all right, they're gonna close up the bag. That's questions. gonna close the bag of questions. All right, it's been another edition of Bag of Questions on One Five One The Show. Thank you to uh, Skeleton uh, Wine for sponsoring us. Yes. Find out more about them at their website, SkeletonWine.com, or on their Facebook page, at Skeleton Vineyards. As for us, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at 151theshow. Please go over there and like us and share us and do that with all your friends. Um, you can find us on Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play, and every other channel imaginable out there. Um, 151theshow.com or the station's website.com as well. For a shameless plug, or are you okay? Cue the music!
Time for a shameless plug. This is part of the show where we shamelessly plug something. It doesn't matter what it is uh, or whatever. We just shamelessly right. plug it. It's, so. it's something that we like and something that we enjoy. So um, <laughs> Let's hear what you're going to fake no, your way through No, and I've, I've actually had decided a long time ago this is what it was going to be. I've just been kind of... You lied to me? A little bit, yeah. So... Uh, we're almost out of gas. We're almost out of gas. Uh, <laughs> both, both physically and figuratively and literally. I uh, just want—I want to see the conversation with uh, you know Janeway and Chakotay and and you know Tuvok and stuff and someone. We're almost out of gas. Yes. <laughs> right. And meanwhile, you know, item number one is the fact that Janeway didn't have her morning coffee because we're out of coffee. Side note: We're almost out of gas. So anyway. Uh, evening refreshment. Uh, you know when I'm oh, I know when, when I'm when I'm not having a, a nice skeleton wine and and go for something a little harder. Kids, let me tell you something. Ryan Reynolds is not completely full of. <laughs> I tried Aviation <laughs> Gin uh, for the first time the other night, and um, I've never been a huge gin fan. I I lean towards more the the bourbons and the the ryes and the whiskeys. Yeah, uh, I've never been a huge fan of gin and. Uh, my wife uh, actually wanted to, to get it, whether because of you know uh, every bottle being hand blown by Ryan Reynolds now, or, or what the scenario is. But she's like, she's always been a gin and tonic fan. Yeah, they're uh, good. And and said, hey, I, I you know I hear really good things about this. So what the hell? Um, this stuff is amazing. All the stuff that I didn't care for about gin, especially like the juniper taste. Yeah. and some of that, it's gone. It's great. A uh, little Seven Up, little tonic water, a little Sprite, whatever your you know your your uh, uh, mixer of choice is. Uh, she made one for me the other night uh, with some Seven Up uh, and a fresh chunk of lime in it, and some. Oh my God, this stuff is is amazing. It's refreshing. It's crisp. It's good. Yeah, I can't recommend it highly enough. Cool. Gin's one of those things that you have one, and then it's like, okay, it's going down really smooth yep. now. Yep. next one and then you have one or you have seven there's really no in between and and the other night yeah grilling uh man it was like i'm on number three and i'm like it's tuesday and i have to work in the morning this is this is gonna go south i have to stop right now because they're just okay maybe one more way too, way too well way too well so aviation gym gin aviation gin Aviation Gym, uh, yes, so much different. Oh, uh, Aviation Gym is either where Air Force pilots work out, yeah. or some fat dude with just like the the aviators and the jacket that doesn't close. That's Aviation Gym. You just describe my weekend. I have aviators. So do I. Son of a. I think you have to be 35 years old to wear a, a pair of aviators. I, I would agree. I don't, uh, unless you're a. Hot chick, yeah. Uh, hot chick and aviators. That's that's okay. But yeah, if you're a dude, you need to be 35 years old. There's a certain gravitas you've got to have to pull off a set of aviators. I don't think any any Tom, Dick, and Harry uh, frat boy with a pop collar can pull off aviators like they they wanted to there for a, a couple. Shameless of years. plug or life advice from Justin? I think it's both. Okay, so I just want to make sure. Be 35. Get yourself some aviators. Have some aviation gin. And if you see a frat boy, punch him. We're almost out of gas. We're almost out of gas. See you next time. Bye-bye.